40inbox.com here where we help you master your money and I thought it would be a good uh, video to check out called Everyone Can Be Rich by Joe Rogan in Naval Ravikant. I believe Naval is a billionaire and obviously Joe Rogan is filthy rich. So I thought this would be a pretty interesting video to uh, check out. Let's get into it. Yeah, experience. I feel like there's with many people this stress of this question is also accentuated by unhappy lives. It's un accentuated by unhappy choices, by being trapped. There's a big difference between not knowing what the meaning of life is and God, I got to get the fuck out of this job. I have to. I can't live my life this way. What's the meaning of life if this is my life? Which is why I always start with let's get you rich first. Mm. Right. That's why I'm very practical about. It. That's that's a pretty good point. I mean, if you're rich and you don't really gotta worry about that, then it doesn't really matter. Got it. Because look, the, you know, Buddha was a prince. Okay, he started out really rich, and then he got to go off in the woods. Uh, and in the old days, what happened was, if you wanted to be peaceful inside, you would become a monk. You would renounce everything. You would become an ascetic. You would give everything up. You'd renounce yes. women, men. You'd renounce children. You'd renounce money. You'd renounce politics, science, technology, everything. And you would go out in the woods by yourself. You had to give everything up to be free inside. Well, today, we have this wonderful invention called money, where you can just store stuff up in a bank account. Okay? And you can basically save up. You can, you can work really hard. You can do great things for society. And society will give you money for giving it things that it wants. And it doesn't know how to get and then you can save that up and you can live well below with your means and you can find a certain freedom in that and that will give you the time and the energy to pursue your own internal peace and happiness so i believe the solution to making everybody happy is to give them what they want let's get them all rich let's get them all fit and healthy and then let's get them all happy you know i kind of wonder if all those people who made like millions and millions, if not billions of dollars from crypto, from just making a really good bet when they were young, are able to do something like this now. Where now they have so much money and so much free time, because now they have so much money, even with the markets crashing, could they just go and do this? And how would that change them? Is are those things even possible? Can Absolutely. Every, everyone can be rich. Everyone can be rich. Everyone. Here's my thought exercise for now you. Now it seems like we're in an infomercial. <laughs> everyone can. That's a good point. Be rich. I'm not selling Look at my home. This is my Rolls Royce. Like, yeah. No. So so that's a good point. Right. So everything that I've ever created on this topic of how to make money, I will never charge a dollar for. Mm. because that would ruin it. That would show that I'm just another huckster who's trying right. to get rich off of you. There are no get-rich-quick schemes. That's just somebody else trying to get rich off of you, right? right? So, it's, so to me, it's more of a philosophical contribution where for it to have meaning and to be legit, I can't charge you anything for it. But yes, everybody can be rich. And let me give you a thought exercise, okay? Imagine if tomorrow we could wave a wand and everybody was trained as a scientist or an engineer. Everybody. Even if you weren't very good, you had enough understanding of computers, you could write some code, you could build some hardware. And don't tell me people can't do it, because they can. That's just the tyranny of soft expectations. That's just you looking down on somebody else. They can do it. They just have to be educated. Now, if they're educated all as hardware, software, engineers, scientists, biologists, technicians, hard sciences, not the social sciences, 
we would all be done within five years. Robots would be doing everything from cleaning toilets to cooking food to flying airplanes to driving Ubers. And what would we be doing? We would be doing all creative jobs to entertain each other and researching science and technology. So basically from what I'm getting from this, from his point, for those who don't know, but like Star Trek is basically like a utopian um, world where no one really needs to work. Everyone just basically chooses to work because I believe they have like things called like duplicators, right? And everything's done by machines and all that kind of stuff, right? So meaning there's not really like an actual purpose to money. There's not really an actual purpose of like work work because everything's done by machines and everything can be duplicated so no one can really run out of food, water, electricity, all that kind of stuff, right? So technically speaking, everyone has access to all these goods and services, right? Free of charge in a sense because money has no purpose, right? So I guess, you know, he has a point in that like if you provide a world where everyone is educated to the point where you could increase the productivity of everyone to the extent that you could basically make all the needs of every single human being met and then some so that no one necessarily has to work and everything could just be provided to everyone no matter what happens because in that sense everyone is like rich because no one needs anything at all. We would have wonderful lives. So it is really just a question of education, nothing else. Is this a scale issue, though? I mean, you, you're, you're talking about it as if this would work with 300 million people. It'll work with 10 billion people. It'll work really? with a space-faring race with 100 trillion people. Just We have the resources. We have the ability. The universe is infinite resources. You build a, you know, have you heard of a Dyson sphere? Mm-hmm. You know, you build a Dyson sphere on a star and you gather all its energy. Like that. There's so much energy out there. One asteroid's got all the minerals that we need. One sun, one solar system has got all the power we will need for a long, long time. Uh, you know, we can extract it out of nuclear fusion. You know, we're, we're not that far from those kinds of technologies working. Now, that's an interesting point because the reality is People argue so much about things that don't really matter. So, for example, let's take climate change or energy issues and all that kind of stuff, right? People can complain about all that kind of stuff, right? But until we actually go down the route of nuclear power, none of it matters, right? Because eventually we're going to have to go down the route of nuclear power so that everything can be provided with energy and nuclear energy is so cheap and you could have multiple spots of it in different countries meaning that there's not really going to be any wars against other people for the nuclear energy because you'd be able to provide enough for everyone in the world uh, it's just a question of guts and, uh, you know, and interest. Like, we should be building nuclear fusion test plants on the moon. The moon should be littered with them. There's no downside. Right. Yeah. If you could... How would that work? Well, it, 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 send a bunch of people up there to work? Well, the problem... Robots. The problem yeah. with fission, nuclear fission, is that, you know, nature 
creates energy through nuclear energy, right? Like the sun creates energy, nuclear energy. Now for transmission, we use photons because photons don't interact. Mm -hmm. And so photons are great for information transmission, but they're actually not great for energy transmission. For energy creation, you want nuclear to work. And the problem is because nuclear energy, you know, we built it with a bomb, we have dirty nukes, all those kinds of problems. We have Fukushima, Three Mile Island, Chernobyl. We don't innovate anymore on nukes. Imagine if when the first steam engine blew up, we said, oh, no more steam engines for a while. Right. Or very carefully regulated, billion dollars of regulation. Mm-hmm. You can't innovate that way. When the first airplane crashed, we said, no more innovation in airplanes, right? So we need a way to iterate on nuclear fission and eventually fusion and get them working safely, cleanly, passive failure, etc. if we're going to find our way out of the energy trap. And the best place to do that is someplace like on the moon or Mars. Do you think? And I think that would be a pretty cool idea to actually end up if the world governments would actually be willing to do that. The only thing is, it's going to be interesting to get the energy from the moon back to the earth to do this. I mean, that'd be probably pretty difficult. But because of SpaceX nowadays, in 22, you probably could be able to do that. I think that it's actually a possibility that they could get nuclear power to the point where it's not a detriment because what everyone's worried about is a meltdown, right? Yeah. And we do have these old plants that are running that are running on this This is fifty year old technology. It's crazy because right. they there's no ability to shut them off. Right. Very old technology. They do now have Gen 4 nuclear reactors that are passive fail-safe. So, in other words, when they fail, they fail into a... When you pull the plug on them, they mm-hmm. fail into a state where there's no leakage, there's no problem. Right. Um, their default is a positive outcome, as opposed to the current ones, the old ones, where if you unplug them... like And these, even these Gen 4 are just Gen 4. They're not Gen 5, They're not Gen, gen 80, yes. Gen 100, where we have microprocessors, right? right? And that so, should be something that people are working towards. I hope so. I mean, in an ideal world, we would just... Now, the problem is if you have nuclear energy on the moon, how do you get it home? Right. right? So what you actually, exactly my point. actually got to do is you got to rev it on the moon and you're using it there maybe to launch more satellites, more rockets further out into the solar system. And that's the initial use case. Um, but then eventually the technology gets so good you can bring it home. That would be a pretty interesting way about it. But again, the main, from what I got from this video, basically, is like the main idea that Naval has is to basically educate people to the point where you could end up creating a world where everyone doesn't necessarily need anything because we've made the world so efficient. So, and that's how everyone can technically be rich because everyone is provided everything that they're needed because the world is so efficient. It's an interesting concept. It'd be interesting if that were to ever happen. The only problem with that is that you're always going to have countries fighting one another for very stupid, stupid reasons. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to 40inbox.com. Feel free to give your thoughts on this.